The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome. Greetings, conversationalists from around the world. Yeah, I can say that because uh, we are we have listeners in Mexico and Spain, and and I I'm not sure where else, but uh, I know in those two places we do. So at least on occasion. Uh, but uh, welcome, one, welcome all. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is the America's Web Radio Station. I am the Mexican, not afraid to be American. So I'm going to jump right into things. I, so apparently, look, folks, if you know your World War II history, and, and, and look, I, if you don't, I understand because you may have gone to a government school where they don't want to teach you about World War II and they darn sure don't want to teach you the truths of it or, you know, they'll, if you did get an education in a government school recently, uh, you probably got a, a revisionist style lesson of World War II, but, but anybody can pick up a book and, and hopefully do a duck, duck, go search. Now, look, folks, I tell you all the time, uh, DuckDuckGo, that needs to be your search engine, not Google. DuckDuckGo, you can get an, there's an app for it now. You can, you can set it to be the go-to when you open your browser on your phone. It's easy now. There's no excuse not to use DuckDuckGo. And trust me when I tell you, DuckDuckGo will not track you, follow you, or do anything else to you. Uh, they will, in fact, in fact, you can set DuckDuckGo up to where it will tell you uh, on a daily basis how many sites that it blocks from following you. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And the greatest thing, uh, well, if this that if, as if that wasn't great enough, uh, DuckDuckGo is not going to steer your searches. They're not going to pop up what they want you to see first. You go to Google and you pop in Biden's a dementia patient, and they're going to put forth probably ten pages of pro Biden stories. Before they get to the dementia part, you go to DuckDuckGo and you put it in. Whatever search you put in, DuckDuckGo is going to pop up the stories that you can look through and you can read and you're going to get both sides and you're going to get what you look for. Uh, so that's why I always say do a DuckDuckGo search. So if you did a DuckDuckGo search on World War II, you would find out that the, uh, the Nazis fought the communists. The Germans fought the Russians. They weren't, they didn't get along. Let, let, the, the communists and the socialists didn't like each other. Germany, the Hitler, then the Nazis, they didn't want to be buddy buddies with the communists. They wanted to crush the communists. So, uh, that's just a simple little piece of history here. And I say that to tell you this. The Canadian government seemed like the other, see, uh, apparently felt it was quite alright to play footsies now with Nazis. Because they invited a Nazi, not just a Nazi sympathizer, a guy who was an actual Nazi. He was an actual guy who fought with, with the Nazis. And the Canadian government felt it was appropriate to trot this Nazi. Now, he's 90 something years old, uh, but they trotted him down to the, in front of all the, the Canadian government and had, yeah, rah, 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 this guy fought the Russians. And then they, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. So apparently, if you use the the name Ukraine, or 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 if you you speak of Ukraine, then you can applaud a Nazi because somehow a Nazi fighting Russians in World War Two 
was, uh, but now that's for Ukraine or supposedly he's for Ukraine or, or a Ukrainian. I, I don't know, folks. It, it's, it's a mess, but I didn't even, I didn't care to really, really look into and find out where this guy was from. I don't care. All I needed to know, he fought with the Nazis. I don't need to know anymore. I don't need to know his name. I don't need to research him. I don't want to know what he was doing in the Canadian government, parliament, or wherever he was speaking. Cause I don't want to hear what he has to say. I don't care. And I don't care if he's 198 years old. I just don't care. Um, the fact of the matter is the guy's a douchebag, dirtbag, piece of crap Nazi. <laughs> so that's all I need to know. Um, so shame on the Canadian government. But understand this. And listen, understand this, folks. It, it You're going to hear some people <laughs> that are going to try to blame Zelensky, and this was not Zelensky. Uh, look, you can have a problem with Zelensky. I, I'm not going to get into to an argument about this or a discussion. Uh, I'm just saying that if you you're going to hear people try to blame Zelensky for the Canadian government inviting this Nazi dude uh, to be there and be a speaker, whatever, or to be acknowledged uh, or to be recognized. Um, look, folks, it wasn't Ukraine government. It wasn't Zelensky. They didn't invite this guy. This is all on that. Peep squeak Trudeau. This is all on the Canadian government. Now let's put the blame where it, where it belongs or let's give credit where it belongs. The, it was the Canadian douchebag prime minister government over there that uh, felt like it was okay and comfortable enough to give uh, applause to a Nazi. So I, look, this is, you shouldn't surprise you. The Canadian government is as about as, as socialist as you can get. They are a socialist country and the Nazis were a socialist government. So I don't know why anybody's surprised that Trudeau would be cow tipping or I shouldn't say cow tipping, uh, cow towing. That's it. Cow towing or, or bowing to a, to a known Nazi. I, it's just ridiculous folks. And listen, don't think that they didn't know. Don't think they didn't know. They just thought they could get away with it by saying he's Ukrainian. He's from Ukraine. So uh, anyway, folks, I just found found that to be a, a, an interesting story um, as far as uh, why. Why do you think that the Canadian government felt so comfortable in inviting a known Nazi to uh, to to give applause to? Uh, I, it's something that should be asked because how many what would AOC say about this guy? I guarantee you she would have applauded him too. <laughs> so that's, I'm going to get in trouble with Media Matters, but they can, they, uh, they hate me as it is. But, uh, uh, I, you have to ask yourself, what would Bernie Sanders do? What would he say? What, what would some, and this is what should be striking to you and, and ought to be in, in everyone's, um, mind, or, or at least if, if you're still, if you know somebody who's still a sycophant for the Democrat party, if you know somebody who, who still thinks that, that they have to vote for the D- today's Democrat party. And, and I, let me stress again, today's Democrat party is not yesterday's Democrat party. Today's Democrat party is not the party of JFK. They're not. John F. Kennedy could not be a Democrat today. He couldn't. John F. Kennedy actually didn't like the communists. John F. Kennedy didn't like the socialists. But today's Democrat Party plays footsies with socialism and even communism. And, and I, you can say, Victor, that's hyperbole, or you can say, Victor, you're crazy. How can you say such a thing? That's inflammatory. You're gaslighting. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I am, I, this is the on point with Victor show where I speak to you frankly and I'm going to tell you the truth. And I, and if I get it wrong, I'll come back on here and, 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 and I will correct it. But I rarely get it wrong, folks. I mean, let's face it. I'm usually just right. 
not angry, just right. But I, 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 I look, you just got to understand today's Democrat Party isn't yesterday's. Today's Democrat Party is full of radical left, socialist leaning, communist leaning uh, people. I mean, especially the representatives. I mean, just look at what they're doing. So I, I won't go through it all now, but now that I've woken up Media Matters and sent them all to their cry closet, uh, I'm going to move on. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about the Canadians and their Nazi. <laughs> so, oh man, am I going to catch flack for that. Uh, but hey, you can look it up yourself. Again, you can do your own research. You can go do a duck, duck, go search and ha- ha- maybe, maybe Google will even show it to you, but you can go put in Canadian honors Nazi and you'll see what I'm talking about because they did it. So I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. So, all right. So I do have a, uh, an I, I, I big, uh, an I big <laughs> and a big, I told you so story coming up. Uh, I'm going to get to that, but I gotta folks, I gotta say something because I, I know I have said this several times and people laugh at me. I know I've said this over the past few months and people and and I keep getting emails and things that say, oh, no, Victor, Biden's the guy. Biden's the guy. But I keep telling you, keep your eye on Newsom. And then the other day, Newsom said, oh, Joe Biden, look what he's accomplished. He's doing the best. He's the best president ever that we don't need anybody but Joe Biden. And then Newsom said, and then when Joe Biden steps aside, clearly the number one person to get behind is Kamala Harris. Well, I don't know how Gavin Newsom said that without laughing, but he is a politician and that dude can flip flop with like the best of them. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised that, uh, that Gavin Newsom was able to say that with a straight face. Uh, but I, I, I'm not sure if I said it at the time, but when, and I may have, but when Gavin Newsom said, oh yeah, I stand, I stand with and behind Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is, is the one. Yay, rah, rah, rah. When he said that, I told you then, at least I think I did. That is a signal right there. Gavin Newsom is about if he's trying to find a way to jump in this race, and there ain't no way that Kamala's going to get in his way. So, in fact, my message today is move over, Kamala. Move over, Hillary. Move over, fake Indian Chief Nakahoma Warren. Move it on over. Because the white man, the white man, uber white Democrat, Gavin Newsom, He's about to come mansplain to you women's. <laughs> He's about to come tell you and show you how it's done. Ladies and gentlemen, look, I, it is becoming clearer every day that Joe Biden just, I don't know how, and I, I've told you before, I don't know how he's going to get out of being the nominee because he's backed himself. The Democrats have put themselves in this mess by 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 choosing Kamala Harris to be the VP. While yes, it was an insurance about uh, to for Biden so that they wouldn't Twenty Fifth Amendment his butt, uh, but it put them in a corner because they picked Kamala for let's let's be honest, they didn't pick her because she had a stellar record. They didn't pick her because she was some really great campaigner. They didn't pick her because she's able to connect with the American people. They didn't pick her because she had great policy views. They picked her because she was a woman of color. <laughs> I mean, this woman, I'm sorry folks, but you can see it. Kamala Harris is a babbling fool. And she speaks to people on a third grade level. Now, I don't know if she does it on purpose or if that's just the way she speaks. But she speaks down to people. Now, that she does because she's an elitist. 
Once she became part of that elitist crowd, folks, listen, Democrats, they are the party of the elite. The Democrat Party is the party of corporate America. The Democrat Party is the party of the uber-rich. And a lot of them are white uber-rich. And they love speaking down to the minority. And you minorities out there, my fellow, my fellow minority voters out there, you better wake up. You really need to wake up. Because if you want to tell me that, oh, it's the white man that holds you down and it's the Republican this and Republican that, no, no, no. It's the party that is known as the Democrats. They're doing everything they can to hold you down. Um, my goodness, folks. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. What did he say the other day? What, what do I tell you all the time? Joe Biden's dementia, as that dementia sets in, there's moments of clarity. When, when a dementia patient has, has moments of clarity, their filter drops and the real them comes out. The real them comes out. Joe Biden has always been, folks, look back at his history, at the things he said. Joe Biden has never been a friend to the black person or the black voter or the African-American voter, whatever you want to say, or the brown voter, the Mexican voter, the the Hispanic voter. Joe Biden doesn't want any of those people, any minority playing in his party and and, and, and his in his surroundings. You got to understand, Joe Biden is the guy that said he didn't want to merge schools together. He didn't want to desegregate because uh, then kids would be going to school or his kids would be going to school in a jungle. Now, I'm not quoting verbatim, but he said something to the effect of that. You can look it up yourself. Uh, Joe Biden is the guy that said that, uh, oh, the Republicans are going to put you all back in chains. Really? Really? Joe Biden is the guy that looked at the black guy and said, if you don't know if you're going to vote for me, you ain't black. So in other words, if you're too dumb to vote for me, you ain't, you, you, you just, you ain't black. I mean, or let me put it this way, because this is the way they think. If you're not smart enough, because the Democrat Party today thinks that minorities are not smart enough to think for themselves, to work for themselves, to achieve for themselves, to think for themselves. That's what the Democrat Party thinks. Joe Biden is the guy that said, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. Joe Biden said that. Joe Biden is the one that went that said, you can't go into a Dunkin' Donuts or a 7-Eleven or something like that. I think he said 7-Eleven uh, unless you have an Indian accent. Joe Biden said that. And Joe Biden the other day after butchering LL Cool J's name. Oh my gosh. If you haven't seen this clip, folks, listen. I, I just don't, I just don't have time right now to make all these clips and, 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 and I, I know, and producer Brett is so busy running this station with, with, uh, with, with Legend Dave that we just don't have time to put out all the sound bites that I would love to put out. But you can go look it up. Go look up, uh, Joe Biden, uh, calls LL Cool J. A, a boy. Because first he butchers his name. Uh, I mean, I don't know why they continue the Democrat Party. And this again, again, this is how stupid the Democrat Party thinks you are. The Democrat Party thinks they can trot out the 180 year old Biden and make him say some LL Cool J or say some reference to rap music or hip hop. And that somehow all you youngsters are going to go, Oh man, Joe Biden's so down. Joe Biden, he, he's down. No, Joe Biden ain't down for nothing except a nap. Uh, and it's about, it's about nap time right now. <laughs> so, but, uh, I'll bet you if you were looking for Joe, he's, or if somebody's looking for Joe, he's probably at nap time. But, uh, look folks, 
it look, all right, exactly. But I'm sure somebody will lead him to it. <laughs> so, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, he, you can look it up. And, uh, after he butchered LL Cool J's name, he referred to him as boy. Now look, I don't have to tell you, or maybe I do. Uh, you can go look up back in the sixties, the, uh, the early times, um, when there was a lot of, of racial strife in this country that, uh, uber white Democrats referred to black men as boys. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't want to make them as an equal man equal to them. So they would call them boys. It, it was kind of a, a racial term there. Well, Joe Biden, and this is not the first time Joe Biden's done it. Joe Biden, I don't know, maybe last year or a couple of years ago, and who knows how many other times has referred to black people in the Congress or around him or wherever they're in as boys. And and you can look this up for yourself to see why that's derogatory. And he did it again yesterday or the day before when he was uh, trying to make a reference to LL Cool J. Well, I got news for Joe Biden. You know, I, I've heard through the rumor mill that LL Cool J is a little more conservative, that he might actually be a Republican voter. Well, if he wasn't, he probably is now, <laughs> and rightfully so, rightfully so. So, uh, But, but <clears throat> let me tell you. I, I I am dead serious when I say move over Kamala, move over Hillary, move over fake Indian Chief Nakahoma Warren. The white man, the white Democrat is about to come mansplain you and show you how it's done. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you wait and you watch what Newsom is up to. Listen, Gavin Newsom is about to – it's, it's hilarious that this guy's going to do this, but he's about to go to have a debate. I want to say – um, maybe the end of October, maybe right before Halloween, or maybe it's the end of September. I am not sure. But he's going to sit down in Atlanta, Georgia, of all places. Atlanta, Georgia, where <laughs> I know, uh, Kamala is today. Kamala's out here in Atlanta doing something today. Um, my goodness. Uh, I, you know, I'm not even gonna start. But, um, uh, you, you, <laughs> I, I need to slow down. But yes, Kamala's here in Atlanta screwing up traffic today. Luckily, I don't have to go anywhere near where she is. But she's going to go speak to some college kids on a third grade level. Now, let's see if any of those college kids figure out that and or or stop to go, why is this woman talking down to me? Why is this woman talking down to me? Because that's what they need to do. But anyway, so pay attention to Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is coming to Atlanta, Georgia to debate Ron DeSantis. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, that is like putting Kamala in the room with Ron DeSantis. The two just don't equate. And Gavin Newsom, who presides over the mo- the biggest failing state in the union, uh, maybe New York would give him a run for their money. I don't know. Mike Shock might have something to say about that. But the state with with failing cities and failing policies and the state that's just being run to the ground, the state that's losing the most people every year, more people from California leave than go into California. More, you can't get a U-Haul out of California. You can get a U-Haul in California, but you're going to pay a crap ton to get a U-Haul out of California. And how long is it going to be, if not already – What's the tax rate to get a U-Haul out of California? I probably shouldn't give this idea to Gavin Newsom, but let's face it, he's probably already doing it. But I'll bet you that they tax the you-know-what out of getting a U-Haul out of California because that's the way they're going. Uh, California is becoming a, a, a – it's so sad because California, my goodness, that they've got the best weather on the planet. Uh, it's just a beautiful place or used to be. 
but Gavin Newsom is doing his best to destroy it. And uh, and he's changed. Uh, look, folks, when a Democrat tells you they want to fundamentally change a city or a state or a country, you need to believe them. Because, oh, they're going to fundamentally change it. But they're not going to change it to, to the glory days that they tell you. They're going to change it to third world ugly and fourth world ugly. And listen, I have experience. Listen, folks, listen, I love my heritage. My heritage is, 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 is most of it is Mexico. And I'll be the first to tell you, Mexico is a third world hellhole in a lot of places. I don't mind saying that. I love the place. And, and I have great, awesome family there. And I would love to help Mexico. And if I were ever elected president of this country, let me tell you something. I, I could whip Mexico into shape. I really could. I could make them a partner, which they should be. They should be a freedom, liberty partner with the U.S., not the mess that they are now. And uh, it's 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 just sad. But I won't go down. That's a whole nother show right there. It's a whole nother show. But Gavin Newsom is turning California into a third and fourth world mess. And this guy thinks he can go toe-to-toe with the guy who presides over the best state in the union, which is Florida. More people are moving to Florida. More people have, have, have reached Florida and said, holy cow, this is a great place. This place believes in freedom. This place believes in liberty. I can make a living here. I can actually work here and earn a living that, 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 that will allow me to cover all my expenses. Because Florida is a friendly, right-to-work state. That believes in freedom and liberty. That's the Florida that Ron DeSantis oversees and presides over. So you've got the socialist Newsom who's turning California into a third and fourth world socialist Mecca who wants to debate Ron DeSantis who presides over probably the best or one of the best states in the union. And in the last couple of years, definitely one of the best states. And definitely one of the states that's receiving the most people. Listen, folks, I go to Florida all the time uh, for different reasons. And you can't throw a rock or swing a dead cat and land on a spot that's not being developed because Florida is probably running out of land space because so many people are moving there. So many people are moving to Florida because they want to live there. They want to enjoy the weather. They want to enjoy freedom, liberty. You know, Florida, you can get – it's not as good weather as California. I'll be the first to tell you that. But Florida has close weather to – it's pretty close to what California has. And when you can when you can give up California's weather and get some of that weather in Florida, but you can also get freedom, you can get liberty, you can get no state income tax, you can have a business-friendly right-to-work state, Yeah. That's the place that most people want to be. They don't want to be in California. And now you've got Gavin Newsom coming to Atlanta, Georgia, so he can have a debate on policy with Ron DeSantis. First of all, it's hilarious. Second of all, it was a genius move by Ron DeSantis. Absolutely genius. And you got to give some credit to Hannity because Sean Hannity's the one who, who put this out there and, and, uh, Ron DeSantis jumped on it and called getting Gavin Newsom's I almost called him something else. David, you got to stop me when I do that. Uh, but he stop. almost, <laughs> thank you. But he, he, but he called Gavin Newsom's bluff and, and now Ron DeSantis is going to sit down. Now, look, I understand the Trump team and all the other Republicans being not wanting Ron to do this. I get it, but Ron's going to do it and they ought to get behind him. They really should get behind him on this. But you should see, folks, if you knew how furious Kamala was, 
if Kamala Harris could end Newsom right now, she probably would. If she could take one of her heels up and knock him across the head, she probably would. Because Kamala Harris is absolutely furious that Newsom is doing this. And so are the Bidens. The, if Jill Biden could get her hands around Gavin Newsom's neck, oh man, I, I would actually feel bad for Gavin Newsom. These people are furious because Gavin Newsom, look, he's doing it. Gavin Newsom knows he's going to get, he's going to get wiped across the floor with Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is going to clean his clock. He knows this, but he's doing it because of the press. He's doing it because he knows 40% of this country is wacko liberal. And they're going to vote for the letter D no matter what because they think the letter D presides and runs through their veins. Gavin Newsom knows this. So he knows Ron DeSantis is going to make me look like an idiot. But it doesn't matter because 40 percent or more of this country is going to vote for, for Newsom if he gets the nomination, if he gets in the race. And Gavin Newsom knows that Joe Biden is on the brink. Joe Biden is on the brink of not being able to be the nominee. And it ain't going to be Kamala, folks. She's got to get out of the way. And so does Hillary. And so does Chief Nakahoma, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Because the white man is coming, <laughs> and his name is Gavin Newsom. And the Democrat Party that tells you and me, they tells my minority friends and my minority people that they're the party of the minority, the Democrats. Somehow, they're the party of the minority. The Democrats are the party of the black man and the brown man. But yet, they're going to trot. They're going to trot the white man down to take the place of Kamala. <laughs> Folks, you just wait. David, you look like you got a comment. Not a comment, a uh, question sure. for you. What's the one thing that Newsom has done right? <laughs> uh, there, I can't name one thing, David. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say this. I think the other day he actually reversed course on some transgender mess because he's he saw the polling. Now, this is one thing that Gavin Newsom will do. Let's, let's stick his back finger up, up a few years. Yeah, let's, okay. Many years. Not many years, but... Uh, yeah. When he was mayor? Yeah. Okay. What did he do right? Zero. Unless unless you agree with the downfall of San Francisco. <laughs> no, no. In fact, uh, he married Kimberly oh. Guilford. Oh, my gosh, David. That is some news that I now bet you. That is a right Okay, move. that is the most right thing that man's ever done in his life, and I don't know how he did it. So he, Gavin Newsom deserves our praise, David, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I totally forgot about that, and I'll bet you a lot of listeners don't know that, that Gavin Newsom was actually married to Kimberly uh, Giffold. And if you don't know who she is, look her up. She used to be on Fox News, and uh, I'm not sure where she is now. But I don't know, but if I, somebody finds her, uh, give me a call. Yes, please, call David. <laughs> call the Dating Services of America's Web Radio, please. <laughs> but Kimberly is an outstanding lady um, and, and had some brilliant, brilliant uh, moments on Fox News as a commentator. And conservative. Um, and, and that's what I mean, because she is conservative. And she had a very good – she would bring up some really good points. And uh, I, I cannot believe that's true. I don't remember how long she was married to this guy or how long she put up with him. Well, they uh, but, they had a kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wow. you know, it must be about 15, 16 years old now. Isn't that something? Now you would think. Now I know what I know what you people are going to do. You listeners, you're going to look up Kimberly, and then you're going to go, "How did she not convert Gavin?" <laughs> well, Gavin's an idiot, <laughs> so, and I think David could attest to that. Uh, you would agree that Gavin Newsom just 
Well, that just tells you how much he is into himself. Gavin Newsom loves one thing, and that's who he sees in the mirror every time he looks at it in the morning. Uh, that's And he loves power. Uh, but the person that he loves the most is Gavin Newsom um, because he'll destroy anything to get his name out there, including including looking like a fool against Ron DeSantis. He's going to do that, folks, because, because he knows it's going to get – Tons of media coverage. Um, and even if the media didn't cover it, people are going to watch this. They're going, it's going to be like watching a train wreck or it's going to be like watching an, an old episode of Chips when you knew, listen, if you, if you haven't turned your kids onto that show from the seventies, I think late seventies, early eighties, the chip, the show called Chips. You need to go get some DVDs and watch it yourself and show it to your kids because and it's a a wholesome family show. There's no cussing. There's nothing like that. No violence. Uh, it's just about the California Highway Patrol and they're, they're what they do on a daily basis. And but you could turn that show on every day and you knew you knew there's going to be a spectacular car accident and amazingly everyone would walk away from it unscathed and unhurt. But you knew there was going to be a spectacular car crash on every episode of that show, and that's what it's going to be like. That's why people are going to watch this debate, because people are going to want to watch the car wrecks, the train wreck that is going to happen when Gavin Newsom takes a nosedive trying to go toe-to-toe with Ron DeSantis. It is going to be hilarious. This is going to be better than the debate. I think there's a debate, David, on Wednesday night or Thursday night of this week. I think it's uh, Wednesday. Debate number two. I think. I don't, uh, yeah. don't hold me to it. But, you know, as as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, the, the biggest thing about Ron DeSantis, oh, and I hate to shake you up on this, <laughs> but he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Newsom he does. He does. is a walking... Biden, that he, you know good and well he's going to lie like a rug. Uh, through his teeth. He's, with a straight face. Yeah. With and a straight face. And he can spin. Gavin, listen, when I make fun of Gavin Newsom, ladies and gentlemen, don't misunderstand me. Gavin Newsom is the white Obama. He can talk well, he can, or speak well, he can or, or, orate. <laughs> Man, I'm having trouble today. <laughs> People are going to call me Kamala Harris. Um, he can deliver. He can spin like nobody else. This guy can take a pile of dog squeeze and make it look like uh, escargot. Now, maybe the, now <laughs> you might say they both taste the same. And maybe that's my point. <laughs> look, I don't know, David. I don't know because I don't eat either one. But if you know what escargot Cargo is, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, that's a bunch of snails. And people eat that stuff. Um, and pay. And pay to eat that stuff. <laughs> so, and I'm telling you, it doesn't look much better than maybe a pile of you know what. So I'm just saying, uh, but, but I, look folks, I, I'm, it's, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch, but people are going to watch it. Uh, because they're going to want to see this uh, this crap show. And, uh, and what a great opportunity for Ron DeSantis. Now, look, I will still tell you, I don't think anybody can catch Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump is, is, is absolutely running away with a nomination. And even more so now after the Washington Post. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of the Washington Post, breaking news today. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but the United States government, the Biden administration, has just filed suit against Amazon. They they basically filed a monopoly suit against Amazon. Now look, you may love Amazon, hate Amazon, whatever. Uh, but if you tell me you don't order from Amazon, you're a liar. <laughs> so I, all of you do. Uh, but the the Biden administration has just filed a lawsuit, a monopoly lawsuit, an antitrust lawsuit against Amazon. Now, 
What just happened yesterday uh, over the weekend? The Washington Post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos. Follow me here, folks. Follow me. Jeff Bezos, the creator of Amazon, who owns the Washington Post, just allowed the Washington Post to do a poll with ABC that shows Donald Trump is 10 points ahead of Biden. That's what that poll showed. Now, you can call it an outlier, and we'll talk about it later in the show. But the fact of the matter is, my goodness, did Jeff Bezos not think that the Biden administration wasn't going to come after him? Because, <laughs> and look, I know he doesn't, he sold Amazon, I believe. Doesn't matter. He's still got interest. He's still got a lot of money there. And uh, now they're coming after his pet and his pet is Amazon. And uh, this is going to be another th- fun thing to watch, folks. You know, fun thing to watch. There's something else. I don't, I don't consider myself uh, that far removed from reality, but maybe I am. But uh, another one of Trump's employees mm-hmm. when he was president has come out opposed to him. And oh, really? Well, I haven't heard about this. Yeah, there's some oh. girl that was... Somebody offered know. her some cha-ching. Yeah, That's and her uh, some ka-ching. Uh, mm-hmm. And I listened to what she had to say about how egotistical Trump is and he has his own agenda and... You know, he's tried to destroy the United States, and Mm -hmm. if he gets back in office, he will destroy the... You know, and the more she talked, the firmer I got on who I'm voting for. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and 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 I'm I'm thinking this is... Yeah. You know, it doesn't take a brain... Or a rocket scientist. Yeah. Yeah. To realize that, you know... Everybody's if, coming out against Trump, and the more they come out against the him, the more you want to support him. Yeah, I, David, you hit on something there that I really, uh, hopefully, uh, when we come back from the break, I'll discuss. Because David, you're 100 percent right, and folks, listen, you know, some of you out there are the same way. Uh, I can speak to this just from personal experience. I, I was, I months, you know, one, two, three, four, five months ago, I was in the camp myself of okay. I, I, you guys know how I feel about Ron DeSantis. Love him. And I was in the more of the camp of, look, Ron DeSantis could, should take the mantle now. Trump, a lot of baggage. Step aside. But the more they indict him and the more that the establishment on both sides come out against him, David is 100% right, ladies and gentlemen. It is pushing people to support Donald Trump. The American people, those of us who are left to, who like to use our brain, we may not like, and you may not like, some of the tweets or whatever your problem was with Trump. But the biggest thing is, you know, see, here's the problem for the Democrats. Donald Trump has a solid record. The man was president. No matter what he tweeted and what he said and what he did and how mad you got at him and and how you didn't like Orange Man Bad, the man has a record as a presidency, and it is the exact opposite of the current presidency. The Donald Trump had... And all, and all the problems that we're facing right now, none of them existed when Donald Trump was president. That is something that even the lamest of the lame or the, or, or the lowest of the low, or, or I'm trying to really put this in a good way, the, 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 the most uninformed voter can feel through their wallet that the pain today was not here when Donald Trump was president. And the more they come after Donald Trump, the more they're pushing people to Donald Trump. So 
Legend Dave is onto something here because we're starting to see it in the polls. And I mentioned this a week ago. Follow the trends. Follow the, the, not necessarily each poll, but just look at where the trend is headed. And for the past few weeks, listen, when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell, I'm going to talk about how, how a bad two weeks Biden has had and how what a good time Trump is having even with his legal battles. Um, David, you want to take a break and we'll... All right, we're going to take a break, folks. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. This is Dr. Hal Schurz from the Doctor's Lounge on America's Web Radio. I want to thank you for your support. Our show is brought to you by the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, which is the only physician-led healthcare think tank in the country. Our website is www.d4pcfoundation.org. We need you to support our organization so that we can continue to bring you this show and the information that you need so that you can support the health care of you and your family. Join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You know, I guess there's the old saying that the greatest compliment you can get is for somebody to copy you. Yep. And... Um, you know, more and more, America's Web Radio is being copied, and we know we're getting the listeners, and I wanted to take this opportunity to thank all of you that are listening and listen to our podcast, and I feel sorry for the people that have tried to copy what we do, because they, you know, I'd, I'd choke Victor if he left, you know, and... uh I'd, I'd have a contract out on him. Now, uh, Victor and our other hosts are just absolutely fantastic. And it's like, no matter how much Newsom tries, he can't carry enough weight in his pockets to keep up with DeSantis. And that's the way America's web radio is becoming. Mm-hmm. More and more people, and more and more people are switching from what they used to watch on TV to Newsmax. And right. I've switched. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're, and they're like we are. We tell the truth. Yeah, and some traditional radio listeners are switching to a streaming by America's web radio. And uh, mm-hmm. we appreciate it, and we appreciate the audience, and we appreciate... I appreciate the hosts. They are just the cream de la cream. They are the best of the best, and uh, you just can't beat them. Uh, wow, Philip we... Forsberg, that's a lieutenant colonel retired, mm-hmm. that does our Desert Shield and Desert Storm show, and Don uh, well, Moeller mm-hmm. uh, doing our our a veterans veterans. Place. Yep. Well, I'm sure I can speak for all of them and the rest of the hosts and say, we thank you, David. <laughs> you're, you're giving us the platform. Well, so. it's uh, my pleasure, and I think the audience that's catching up with us and listening to us more and more and telling it's- their friends. It's true. It's and it's humbling. It's humbling when I hear from listeners and 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 they're. I mean, now it's getting to where and and not 
toot my horn a little bit, I guess. Um, I, I can walk into places now and have people go, oh wait, uh, I've, your, your voice sounds familiar. And, and then people, some people will put it two and two together or I'll say, well maybe you've heard me on America's Web Radio or maybe you're, and, and there are people out there now that, that are finding me and, and can hear me and will come up to me and say, hey, I agree with you or, uh, I mean it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. And I had just the other day, I've had I had somebody else come up to me and um man I cannot remember what field of work they were in but uh 100% I said we I Victor I listened to you at the on point with Victor show and agree 100% and so uh it's 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 humbling it's it's flattering uh but uh I I just uh I can't thank all the listeners enough can't thank them enough and and you guys you keep telling people about the show because we're growing we're growing fast and uh even even the listenership on Spotify that listens to this show on Apple Podcasts it's all growing uh and it's because of you it's because it's because of you telling people to listen and spreading the word and can't thank you enough cannot thank you enough so um and we I don't have, mind taking a stand oh right uh, of course you know i uh, i've had to do something i never thought i'd do but i I've, <laughs> I've done it i've left the church that i've been a member of for years because they're pro-choice, hmm. and I just no. I can't support pro-choice. Right, and and you used your your God-given right to take your legs and walk them somewhere else. That's it. <laughs> so. And uh, you know, I want everybody to know how we stand. We support our veterans. We support pro-life. Yeah, America's Web Radio is definitely not shy, David. <laughs> definitely not shy. And if you have any questions about where we stand, just email G- GM at America's Web Radio, uh, and we'll be glad to explain I, it to you. I was going to say call Brett, but uh, he'll get mad at me. <laughs> no, don't do that, folks. Leave Brett alone. <laughs> Leave producer Brett alone. <laughs> so, All right. Well, let me move on a little bit. Let's. Um, so I, I, I want to, you know... I, I mentioned before the break that uh, Joe Biden, the dementia patient, he's had an awful couple of weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I mean, he's putting back-to-back bad weeks together quicker than the Atlanta Braves are putting victories back-to-back. Uh, I, and, and look, I make that reference because, uh, look, I don't know a whole lot about baseball, but I'm hearing more and more people uh, in my travels, uh, and I'm talking when I'm outside of Georgia, that they're mentioning the Atlanta Braves, so... I'm not 100% sure what the Atlanta Braves record is or what they're doing out there, but apparently they're mowing their opponents down. So now I don't know if they've done anything like now I heard. I don't know this either. and Maybe somebody can reach out to me right now while I'm on the air. But I heard that the Miami Dolphins just scored the most points of any. And maybe producer Brett knows this. The Miami Dolphins just scored against an opponent the most points in football history or something like that. So I don't know, but it sounds like something Atlanta Braves would do, um, by maybe scoring 20 or something plus runs. But I think this was football, American football. And, and I, for some reason, the Miami Dolphins are popping in my head, but I'm pretty sure I heard somebody say they scored some ridiculous amounts of points. So I don't know, but, um, maybe if you know, reach out to me and let me know because, um, that's the kind of <laughs> that winning spirit. Apparently, that's the defeat spirit that Biden has. This dementia patient has having some. I mean, I'm not kidding, folks. When I'm telling you, he's putting back to back bad weeks together. He is putting some bad weeks together. He's had some bad weeks. Yeah, David. You know the 
most racist thing that the Braves have ever done? <laughs> Get rid of my chief? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> yeah, well, you were close. Oh. When they got rid of Nakahoma. Nakahoma. I, David, a hundred percent. And I think people should, should, I've said this before. Uh, I would go to, I would absolutely make an, make an, the effort to go to some Braves games if they would bring back Chief Nakahoma. Oh yeah. And the Indian nations, I believe, now you're just sparking all kinds of things in my head, David. I believe, now look, I do a lot of drive-by news, folks. I just call it drive-by news. I do so much research that I can't write down every story and I can't bring every story to you. But somehow, in this crazy head of mine, uh, I will retain information. Uh, I, I, it's kind of like an idemic memory, I guess, but or something along those lines. Uh, but I saw or drove by a story that I believe the there's an Indian nation in in that's suing the Washington Redskins, well, commanders, for I think for defamation or I think for dropping the Redskins name. And and this is what should happen. These Indian nations who 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 were probably proud that they were being recognized, that you know the Washington Redskins, that was a football team you were supposed to fear. You were supposed to fear the Redskins. And now they're the commanders. You yeah, know, please. What are you going to fear? The the woke commanders that the U.S. are putting out now? No, I don't think so. I think you should fear the Redskins. But go ahead, David. Well, growing up, and and I was on not all sides, but obviously I grew up in the middle of the race everything. Everything was racial and still is. But, you know, there was never, in my knowledge or in my recollection, you know – the Atlanta Braves, they never came out and said, we chose the name Braves because... Oh, right, because we, we wanted to be mean to the Indian nation. And, and <laughs> or, the, or we're anti-Native American. No, yeah. it's quite the opposite. Exactly. You're, you're honoring the Native American. You're honoring what, what, what a brave Native American stood for. That's the way I took the Atlanta Braves. I never same was, way with the Redskins. Uh, yeah, and, uh, absolutely. It was not... You know, when we played cowboys and Indians as kids, and I know I played it as kids, um, it wasn't a bad thing to be the Indian. I mean, sometimes I like to be the Indian and run around and chase the cowboys. Well, cowboy. you look like a little one. <laughs> That's what everybody else said. <laughs> Just damn, David. <laughs> no, I, I mean, but you know, we, 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 ra- um, we looked as kids. We have, we absolutely looked up to the American cowboy. I mean, the cowboy was America. And, 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 uh, you know, there wasn't anything wrong with that. And, and looking up to the Indian as a, as a fierce competitor, that's the way we, at least that's how I was taught. You know, I, you know, it's like, like we talked the uh, last week, I guess it was that, uh, you know, when everything went to hell in a handbasket here, started with all this PC bullshit. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, or bullshoy, bullshoy. It's a family show. Family. No, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, go ahead. <laughs> the, uh, you know, politically correct. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a city that had a major league anything that degraded the by naming them Redskins, right? Uh, anything, yeah. Braves, whatever. And I, to to say well, that that was politically oh, incorrect. it's ridiculous. And look what they tried to do. They tried to stop the chop. And thankfully, thankfully, the 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 people, the fans in in Atlanta and Georgia, um, and they they and Florida too. That's right, the Seminoles. Uh, but here, especially in Georgia, the fans and you know the college kids try and tell a college kid not to do the chop. That was just that those idiots down there in Florida, that, or not not the people in Florida, the liberals who tried to stop that. 
that that was funny. But but luckily the fans in Atlanta they just chanted more. And I believe and I will say this to any Atlanta Braves fan: when you're at a game, if they ever tried to tell you not to do the chant, you do the chant. And if they don't give out tomahawks anymore, make your own. Make your own, and I, I don't know what kind of restrictions they have to take whatever you can take into the stadium, but you make, make your own, uh, tomahawk and, and take it in the stadium if you can. If you can't, well, you've got that good little arm. You've got two arms, a right one and a left one. You make those the best darn tomahawks those people have ever seen. And, and if a, a pansy player ever comes out and says, I'm not going to play in Atlanta because of the chop, then you chop your tail off. You chop more. And you chant that person's name. <laughs> I mean, you just do it. And I would love it if some fans would start dressing up as Chief Nakahoma. Let's honor that Chief Nakahoma. Let that man was put out of work because of woke idiots way back then when they fired the guy. So why don't some Atlanta fans? Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Now I was just told by a listener that Atlanta just won their hundredth game. So that's a big deal. I don't know a whole lot about baseball, but well, that's 120. a that's a that's exactly. I don't know how many they play, but that's a big that's that's a lot. And why don't we honor Chief Nakahoma? Let's bring that back by by if you're a parent, oh my gosh, I'll tell you right now. If I had a son, I would dress him up as Chief Nakahoma and take him to the game and have him do the rain dance around that stadium as oh. hard as he could go. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe not the rain dance. I don't want it to rain on the Braves. Victor, maybe we'll tell be. the truth. You dress him up like Fetterman. hundred percent. No, 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 no. Fetterman, he'd, he'd be bumping into things, and getting lost. No, I want him. To, I want somebody to dress their little boy. Up. Listen, you want to be on TV? You want to be on the jumbo cam? Dress your son up, or or da- why not daughters too? Dress as Chief Nakahoma and have them do the, the, we'll call it the winning dance. Absolutely. The winting, the winning, winting, the winning chop dance. Have them do that all throughout the game, especially during the seventh inning stretch. And I'll bet you they get on the Jumbotron. And if they get on that, they're going to end up on the, I mean, who cares what the news says? But you want, you want to trend on social media? Do this. Do this. And if you don't have a kid, then do it yourself. Dress up as Chief Nakahoma. You get in there and you dance, you, you rain dance your tail off, but we'll call it the victory dance. You victory dance your tail off at the Atlanta Braves game. And I guarantee you, you're going to trend on social media. Now you might trend because the liberals are going to hate you, but who cares? Who cares? No media is bad media. I, I look, I'm in the business and, and no press is bad press. So <laughs> I just, ah, oh, all right. I got off topic. I got off topic, but I also had a listener that chimed in and said, the uh, Miami Dolphins scored 70 points has a I don't know if I've ever heard a football team score 70 points maybe in college but holy cow I don't what's going on with the Miami Dolphins that's uh and who did they play who was the poor team that high school team and I now I have the maybe I have this question if the Miami Dolphins put up 70 points against say the 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 Washington Redskins or the Washington whatevers um, since they're in liberal Washington, would there have would they have tried to enforce a uh, a uh, uh, a limit a limit? Yeah, so you know how in some of these leagues for kids, if you score too many points, they just put an end to the game. <laughs> Maybe they would have just ended the game. Oh my goodness! All right, all right. Well, enough of that. Enough of that. You guys didn't tune in to hear me talk about the Miami Dolphins, and the Atlanta Braves. Although, look, folks, I'm in Georgia, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk up the Atlanta Braves. That's huge. A hundred wins. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to win the World Series, but I'm going to say they should be there. They should at least be there. So, all right. 
So let me get to this. So Joe Biden, Joe Biden's had some rough weeks, rough weeks. Um, I mean, his dementia is, yeah, right. We're really feeling sorry for the guy. No, we're not. Uh, but this guy's dementia setting in. And just like I said about the other day when he called, when he referenced LL Cool J and he called him a boy. Folks, this is what happens to dementia patients. Dementia patients will have moments of clarity. And when they have these moments of clarity, they don't have the, the control or the brain power to put up their filters. Those filters are gone. They're gone. So when a dementia patient has moments of clarity, they're going to tell you the real them. And Joe Biden, that's how he views black men. They're boys to him. Joe Biden's the guy that said if you if you desegregated schools that his kid would be going to this or your kid would be in the jungle, going to school in a jungle. He said that. Joe Biden said that. Joe Biden said that 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 people were going to put you back in chains. Joe Biden said that. Joe Biden said you ain't black if you don't vote for him. Joe Biden said that. Uh, so this moments of clarity, that's the real Joe. That's the real Joe Biden coming out. That's the real Democrat Party. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go through a history lesson right now, but the Democrat Party, they're the founders of the KKK. The Democrat Party used the KKK as their military strong arm. The Democrat Party is the party of Jim Crow. They're the ones that came up with the Jim Crow laws. The The, the Democrat Party is the party that fought against civil rights. Understand that, folks. So, David? Okay. I want to mention one thing, and and I'm looking for help on this if anybody mm-hmm. wants to step forward or call me or, or email me. But Mark Levine has come out with a, a wonderful book, Democrats Absolutely. Hate America. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I want to I want to do the sequel to it and say, and so do the Republicans. Oh, the, I would say the establishment Republicans. If, yeah. if not... Then why haven't they stood up and done something? Right. And, and why aren't they fighting hard? Uh, I mean, there, there are some Republicans that are fighting and, and you know what? I, I should probably get into the, uh, this, the, they're about to shut, well, they may shut the government down. Folks, listen, I don't think they're going to allow it to shut down. And honestly, as much as I think a government shutdown would be a good thing, I'm also, I like to consider myself a strategician and I will say, that I, I'm actually against shutting the government down. I, I, I stand with the Freedom Caucus 100% and I know where they're coming from. Uh, and I, I don't think the establishment ever puts the American citizen first. The, the, the Republican establishment, we gotta throw so many of those guys out. But what I would say right now is, as a strategician, um, we have a lot of things going our way right now, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, uh, the, the Biden administration, their policies suck. And they're screw. They're killing the economy. They're 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 just the economy is everything, folks. And the Biden administration is doing their best to kill it. They want it. They're killing the economy. They're making your life harder. And the Republicans need to focus on that. The, the The attention right now is on the dementia patient. The attention of the American people right now is starting to turn to how bad this economy is. And I'm going to give you an example in a second to let you know how bad this economy is. But we're headed in a in a really bad direction, and it's because of Joe Biden. It's because of the Democrats, and the 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 Republican Party needs to stay focused on that. Listen, when your opponent is killing themselves, you stand by and you let them do it. You let them do it, and and the, and this is why I say right now the Republican Party. As much as I hate to say this, find a deal, find a way, find a way. To, to, to look, the establishment Republicans and the Freedom Caucus has a, mostly agreed on 8% cuts. The Freedom Caucus, hey, take it. Take that as a win. Make your little deal. 
keep the government open because you keep the focus on the Democrats. You keep the focus on the fact that the Democrats are being blamed for the economy right now. The Democrats are being blamed for gas. They're being blamed for inflation. And rightfully so. The Democrats deserve the blame. But mark my words, Republicans, if you shut, if you allow the government to shut down right now, and listen, down the road in 30 days, we should shut it down probably. But right now is not the time to do it because leave the attention on the Democrats. Leave the attention on the Democrats. Let this all be in the laps of the Democrat Party. Because the American people right now, listen, I, I say, I tell you, watch the trends. Watch the trends in the polling. And the trends right now are the American people are starting to wake up and they're blaming Joe Biden and rightfully so. And rightfully so they're blaming Joe Biden. They're putting this blame right in his feet. And if the Republicans allow a government shutdown, then you're going to give the Biden administration, the Democrats, you're going to give them some fodder. You're going to allow them to be able to say, no, it's a Republican's fault. And I know it's not. And it will not be the Republicans' fault, but they'll get blamed for it. Because, listen, the media right now is doing their best to save Joe Biden. I think the media is starting to grow tired of, of defending Joe Biden in this White House. But if you shut down the government, you're going to give the media new vigor. You're going to revitalize them, and we don't need to do that. We just don't need to do it right now. Because, listen, the media is doing everything they can to save Joe Biden, and it's becoming harder and harder. And, and listen – this indictment against Menendez, the senator from New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen, there's something behind this. This is not an indictment that the Republicans pushed. This is an indictment that's coming from the Democrat Party. Now, it isn't coming from Joe Biden, but it's coming from um, – I, I, I don't know what's going on. Now, I would imagine Joe Biden – listen, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden have been doing the exact same thing that Menendez has been indicted for, only they've done it to the 10th power. So what does Joe Biden have on Menendez that they're trying to push him out? Or what does Menendez know about the Bidens that they're trying to push him out? There's something going on here, ladies and gentlemen. So keep an eye on this indictment of Menendez. Now, I'll deviate real quick. I'll deviate because I've got some advice for Chris Christie. Now, you guys know how I feel about Chris Christie. I Chris Christie, to me, is the scum of the Republican Party. And I, I should be nice. I should be nice. I I just don't really I I I don't want Chris Christie to be in any power. I don't. To you be just want to sit in his you know, lap. I, yeah, I, I you know what? I would fit in that guy's lap, but I'm afraid he would eat me. Uh, no, that's terrible. Bad host. Bad host. Bad host. Listen, I got some advice for Chris Christie. Chris Christie, you are not going to be the Republican nominee. You're not. But I understand your quest for power. Here's what you need to do, Chris Christie. You need to drop out of the out of the presidential race right now. Drop out of the race. And jump in the Senate race in New Jersey and take out Menendez. Menendez is in trouble. The guy's probably not going to be able to stay. He's probably going to have to resign eventually because they're coming after him. And I don't know why yet, but they're coming out. It's the Democrats coming after him. But Chris Christie, you want your little play uh, room of power? Drop out of the presidential race because you're going nowhere. Get into the Senate race and take out Bob Menendez. That's your path to power. Now, I don't want you to be there, but that's what you should do. I can give you power, uh, power. I can give you advice as, as, as a human being. So that's what I did. All right, folks, we gotta go. We're out of time. I got a lot more to get to about the economy and about the bankruptcy cases, folks. Bankruptcies are up 18%. That's how you know where this economy is headed. All right, folks, stay tuned for Locked and Loaded. Uh, Roger B's up next. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station.
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.